Bill, do you know I have a um, childhood hero, and that would be Pippi Longstocking. Pippi Longstocking. Yes. I remember Pippi. I always was amazed kind of how her braids were gravity-defying. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was a thing finder. Thing. She loved to go out finding things. Finding things. And uh, when you're a thing finder, she said, you don't have a minute to spare. No. And we don't either. No, we, we do not. No, we we do gotta, not. We got to get this thing started. There we go. Here we are Here again. We are. Here we are again. <laughs> uh, round three. Round, round three, three. folks. Yep. Round three. Here we go. Wacky Poem Live. Um, right. <clears throat> we're, we've got another item from the museum, another poem to talk about today, and that's what we do on this podcast every time is yeah. we pick something out that somebody has written and left in the museum, and uh, we, we talk about it. Yeah, we do talk about it. And I do have a preview. Uh, Sean lets me choose one of the two that she has kind of pre-chosen and this one has kind of thrown me because this is really just short and sweet and amended and modified and added to which makes it more interesting so this you're, has really tested my you're on middle. the verbs today bill verbs yeah action yes. verbs action verbs there yeah. we go yeah. i feel like i should be in a marvel comic yeah no to be and linking verbs for you today <laughs> right our right. poem has a good action verb in it yes yes it does Yes, it does. Now, sometimes right. people uh, leave things written on index cards and sticky notes, and they hang them on the museum wall here at the Rural Oklahoma Museum of Poetry, which is where we're recording in downtown Locust Grove. And uh, today, though, the poem we're going to discuss was written on a block. On a block. I didn't yeah. realize it was on a block. I thought it was just like a piece of paper that had turned turned dark from age. That's a piece of paper that really looks like a block, Bill. Um, uh, so that's it. That's, they wrote that on a wooden block? It's written on a wooden so block. So it's actually what we're reading graffiti, and I just didn't know it? Well, like, well I, I guess. Is that a piece of furniture that they wrote graffiti on, and you just enjoyed it? Or well, something? it was in a um, – when I started the museum, so this is a block that is probably 10 years old, almost 10 years old. When I started the museum back in 2012 – I started it with things that were just kind of around the house because I didn't have any money. Yeah. And we had this old uh, coffee table, this old Ethan Allen coffee table. It's one of those that's a display case coffee table. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And the, the glass part was broken. So all we had was the display part. Right. So I got a bunch of blocks, a bunch of wooden blocks, and I threw them in there. And I wrote on some of them, but mainly the instructions were just, you write. On right. okay. So people wrote words and phrases and whatnot, and then as those words and phrases built up over time, then people would take them out and they'd make poems by right. putting the blocks together. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. And if you're looking on the um, WackyPoemLife.com website, all these poems that we're talking about, there actually is a picture of you know the original on that website. That really does help you illustrate yeah. you know, what we're talking about. It brings it to life. Yeah. 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 And you'll probably be able to see that it is a a block. It is a block. I see from here it is a block. I should have paid attention. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's quite all right. <laughs> what this block says, it's actually, <clears throat> this is a collaboration, isn't it? This it is, poem it, it is. is. It is a collaboration. Correct. Because somebody has written um, in one with a, with a dark marker that's faded quite a bit, clap your hands. And then someone later came back in with a different sort of marker and added at the bottom, for nothing. So that's our poem this week. Clap your hands clap your for hands nothing. For nothing. And what I find interesting is clap your hands is uh, kind of interesting. You know, someone, that's kind of uplifting. Clap your hands, people. But then someone came in and thought, ah, I ain't got nothing to clap for. <laughs> so they said, for nothing. 
you know, clap your hands. So it makes it more interesting to me. Clap your hands for nothing. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. Right. It's al- a- also, Sean, I have uh, I have definition of clap. Okay. If anyone would like that, I've, I've looked that up because you know, clap is to me. I thought, what a strange word. You don't have it, to be. You don't have to BD definition there, do you? I I I, I do have. Um, <laughs> let me. I have actually a sort of a definition that I semi-type. <clears throat> Slaps to slap, strike, hit, smack, crack, bang, thump, cuff, pat, whack, and then there are nouns. Back to the action verbs again. Hand, hand clap, standing ovation, crack, crash, bang, boom, thunder clap. Oh my gosh! So I thought you know, clap is it's one of those words that it's you think about it, it is just an odd word. It to is. Me. Clap your hands because how many body parts can we clap? I don't know. <laughs> Mostly just my hands, you know. Clap well, your hands. Well, you can clap your hands against any body part. I That's, mean, I well, that, that is true. That is true. Thump, th- <clears throat> thack, whack. Do you, You're right. <clears throat> well, you know, there are a lot of songs about clapping your there hands. There are a lot of songs about clapping. Yes. I mean, there's there's the famous one. Sing it with me. Um, if you're happy, happy and, and you know, know it, clap, clap your hands. hands. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it, then your something will surely show it. Oh, if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Oh, yes. Get the toddlers going. <laughs> if you have toddlers in the car, they're wanting the next verse now. Here we go. Sorry, people. <laughs> yeah. This podcast is toddler friendly. Um, see, we didn't know about the third line. That was one of the things I found curious about this song because I was asking my um, three-year-old um, granddaughter, Claire, about the song, and she sings it. Um, if you're happy, your your face will surely show your it. Your face, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I always learned it. Your life will surely show. Your it. Life will surely show. It. And I, you know, I, I don't know what my version would be. You know, I think <laughs> I think it would be. I think it is face for me. That was must have been the Western mm-hmm. version. That, that was the Barney the dinosaur one. Oh, Barney you know, the, they used to oh, sing Barney it the on dinosaur. There. Yeah. Well, I remember that. I yeah. guess that's the most common one. But yeah. for some reason, I had always sung. Your life will surely life show will surely it, show which it. I like a lot better than yeah. your face showing it. Yeah, because yeah, your, your face changes. Sometimes your face may yeah. not show happiness. Well, and your face can show happiness, but that doesn't mean you're really happy. That's true. That, that, that could be an illusion. Yeah. You know, so that would that you might be clapping your hands for nothing. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we don't know where that song came from. Um, originally, it uh, was first attributed to... Um, a song in the in a Russian film, 1938, and so that was like the first known oh, I see. use of the, I the see. song. Interesting. Mm-hmm. You're right. Right. You know what I what I found interesting is um, clapping. To me, I was thinking about the word clap and how it is such a a, a descriptive word to to clap, mm-hmm. and then how applause is related. But I was thinking about how you know uh, the hearing world claps. The non-hearing world and the deaf, the deaf population or the deaf community, they wave their hands, and that's their version of clapping, or that's a version of applause. And I just wonder um, how many other cultures have different forms of showing appreciation, um, and other than clapping, or is clapping universal? Would you know, Sean? Is clapping is a universal form of appreciation? Well, don't you know? I did go back and kind of. Of course looked. you did. Of course you did. You know that. that Folks, this is not even rehearsed, and here she has, has the answer. I'm trying to throw her. <laughs> that that's that's your goal. That's your goal no, for this podcast. That's not my goal. I mean, it's okay. It's a side. It's no, it's a side no. Thing. Make it your goal, Bill. Okay, make it your goal. Okay, it'll All be right, a goal. Because then my goal will be that I'm not going to let you throw me. You're going to be, yeah. You're going to intercepting the, yeah. these things. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I was 
curious about the origins of clapping. And it, <clears throat> you know, we, we don't know a lot of it, but it could go back to the 6th century B.C. in Athens. And the audiences, where they would clap in approval of their leader and whatever the leader was saying. Um, and then in the 4th century B.C., that was a couple centuries later, there came along a person called the Clacker, C-L-A-Q-U-E-R. I had a pair of those when I was like <laughs> nine years old. Yeah, those were Clackers. deadly. Those they were dead? deadly. How many black eyes did I get with those? That's probably why I have arthritis in my fingers right now <laughs> to this day. I see. Those, look at all those little knobs <laughs> on my they're, fingers. They're so dangerous. I could take pictures of my – I should take a picture of my hands and put them there next to that block. Clap your hands on the website. You can see what you I'm say, talking clack about. clap your hands and clap your clack, hands. Clap your things. hands if, you have, uh, if you've got arthritis <laughs> right, and you're right. living with it. A oh. clacker was a person. He was hired by – or she. I assume a he, though. Hired by theaters and uh, – to clap at the right moments in order to influence the audience. I still see those when I'm watching a live performance and you'll see someone on those, at an award show and they're clapping their hands and they're saying, <laughs> asking people to come on, clap, clap, clap. Yeah. I'd be like, I ain't, I'm not clapping. Yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah. Interesting. Clackers. Clackers. Mm -hmm. mm. I'll be darn. Well, <clears throat> I just I just wonder um, how many if that was influenced the the toy of the dangerous toy of 1971 <laughs> you know clackers uh, who knows yeah. it it possibly could have yeah yeah um <clears throat> you didn't give the definition of of clap that i thought you might well you know there are a lot of definitions and i was going to be real careful you know because some of the definitions are not, are not real uh how do i say you know tasteful but <laughs> I, what i thought was applaud and clap mean the same thing but they're performed different in different mm -hmm. directions, which mm -hmm. I found interesting. Mm -hmm. um, and I love this definition of uh, applaud, too. It's to manifest approbation by striking the hands together. To manifest approbation. approbation by striking the hands together. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to use that more often now. Yeah. I am manifesting approbation. Wouldn't it be funny if you said, people, manifest your approbation. This yes. was a good performance. Yes. What is it going to take? I know. You know? It sounds kind of nasty, though. Well, right. It's true. <laughs> Uh, right. You know, it's like, no, that's not what I said. Listen, listen. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But the, the, the nasty, you know, term for the noun, of course, is the old slang term for mm -hmm. an STD. Right. And uh, I didn't know this, but it's said to come from 13th century French, um, meaning rabbit hutch. Oh, interesting. Yeah. There's, there's some sort of. You know, there's some little parallel yeah. thing on our thread, common thread here. Cause, yeah, because, well, what are rabbits known for? They're known for clapping. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're known for clapping body parts oh, together exactly and creating right. more rabbits, mm. that's breeding for sure. Like, breeding like rabbits. Okay, that's we'll, right. we'll move on from there. We'll, we'll let go of that okay, one. Okay, <laughs> all right. Deal, deal. <laughs> Back to the point. <laughs> You're right, right back to you know we we digress slightly, which we do. Hell, <laughs> educational. So uh, you said a little bit about why you thought somebody might have added the for nothing. Yeah, you know I, I found it interesting. It's they felt the need to um, fairly in fairly dark pen add their portion to this. You know, clap your hands, and I wonder. Maybe they feel like clapping is just something that is just, they don't feel like clapping. Why are you telling me to clap? I'm not clapping my hands, you know, so clap your hands for nothing. It make, To me, it makes it more interesting. Oh, definitely. Yeah. It makes me think of that old theme of um, carpe diem, you know, seize, seize the day. The day. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> By the way, we had, a, we had a carp named carp diem. <laughs> 
a koi. You, <clears throat> and you know why oh, we call it? you had a pet? <clears throat> you had a pet? We had a pet koi, and uh, her name, I, she was a she. I don't know why, but she was a she. And we named her Carp Diem. Usually she's or she's, and, but not and, always. And do you know, I need, I need you to get the drum thing ready, because you know why we named her Carp Diem? No. Because she always sees the food before the other fish. <laughs> <laughs> True story. May she rest in peace. Yeah, she's no longer with us. But anyway. That was that was a go getting koi fish. She, that was a go getting. She was out there. She was carp diem. Season yeah. the day. Season she season season the day season the food. Yeah, carpa carpa diem quam minimum credula postero. I probably totally mangled that. That sounds but, very Latin to me. Yeah, that was uh, Horace's uh, horse. You know, H O R A C E mm-hmm. horse. Right. His. Um, in his odes from 23 BC and translated pluck the day trusting as little as possible in the next one you know pluck everyone seems day. to know what seize the day means now that uh, that poet society has yes. you know entered our minds mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. it's one of the i've always liked that that phrase yes. seize the day you know I've always wondered, where do we seize the day from though you know just what part of the day do we seize where do you pluck it from where do you pluck it mm-hmm. right right the, um, there's a poem that perfectly captures the spirit of our little poem. It's by Sarah Teasdale, and it's called Barter. So I wanted to, to share that and oh, see what you wonderful. think. wonderful, yes. Yeah. Life has loveliness to sell, all beautiful and splendid things. Blue waves whitened on a cliff, soaring fire that sways and sings. And children's faces looking up, holding wonder like a cup. Life has loveliness to sell. Music like a curve of gold, scent of pine trees in the rain, eyes that love you, arms that hold, and for your spirit's still delight, holy thoughts that star the night. Spend all you have for loveliness, buy it, and never count the cost. For one white singing hour of peace, count many a year of strife well lost, and for a breath of ecstasy, give all you have been or could be. Oh, how beautiful. Yeah. Love that. Give I, all you have. Give all you have, mm-hmm. yeah. And, you know, a lot of what she's talking about, you know, it's not something you go acquire and purchase. It's just, you know, it's perception, perceive, enjoy. Yes. Uh, be aware of. Yes. Correct. Perception. Mm-hmm. I mean, and um, I, I think, again, that's our little five-word poem is a lot about perception. And so the fact that you can do something and without a reason – you don't have to have a reason for your action. You could just be doing something uh, out of amusement or curiosity because it's not what you look at. Um, it's what you see. It's what you see and what you perceive. And speaking of applause, I have actually clapped my hands for, but it's not for, it wasn't for nothing, but I was alone and no one knew I was clapping. For example, I was walking my dogs. Is that, is that the bear crapping in the woods? Is that where you're going? Oh, no, no, no. I okay. promise I'm not going <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It was just one of those moments where I was walking my dogs in at some of the property, and it was it happened to be a sunset, and I was uh, uh, looking around and thought, this is beautiful. I, I, I started clapping. My dogs were like, what? What is it? What is it? But I felt like this deserved applause because I was appreciative of the moment and the scene, and I thought, I really don't care how silly I look. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue applauding this sunset you know, because it's something I want to do. So I've clapped my hands for, for myself. How about that? Yes. You know, just for myself. Yeah, Excellent. It was, it was worthy of me clapping my hands. Dogs are still confused by that, but they're ready to go chase something. And I was like, "No, there's nothing to chase. It's just me." Oh, it's right. a great illustration. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I said last time about that uh, I grew up 
right up the hill from where we're recording right Right. now, 100 yards up the hill. And so I was thinking also of being, of liking to clap my hands whenever I was a cheerleader when I was growing up there, and especially wrestling cheerleader, because, you know, you got down, you would sit next to the mat and clap your hands plus pound on the mat. And I still like to do that sometimes when I'm sitting at a table, you know. So that's that's part of the rhythm. Okay, that's I'm almost the, sixty years old. That's but. part of the rhythm, and you know, I bet yeah. your I bet your granddaughter is like, oh my gosh, that's magic. <laughs> I don't know what she just did, but it's magic. You know? Sometimes today, I'm still a wrestling cheerleader. You know that, yeah, it, you know, and that those those cheers stay with you. Raise your hands, stomp your feet. LGHS just can't be beat. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, I, I, I was CHS, you know, LG had to add, add, a, add, another, add another letter in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's ingrained. Mm-hmm. It's ingrained. That's certainly. right. <laughs> right. There's a, um, there's a country song, and I, you know, I haven't listened to a lot of country music since Waylon Jennings, probably. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know a lot of the country music's out there. Right. But I there's don't. a country song I saw. That's by a guy named Granger Smith. Are you familiar with this I song? Seem like I've heard of Granger. I'm not. No. I'm, I, I'm not. Uh, Granger does sound like a good a good country star. Well, name. he's got a di- uh, quite a different take on the the clap your hands. His song goes, "If you're country and you know it, raise a beer." Okay. <laughs> See, there you go. He's tapping into that uh, common that, that familiar. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and it, well, and it's like what you were saying about whenever you were just walking around out in the woods with the dogs, and you decide to clap your hands. Right, you know, right. You just spontaneous, happy to be pers- there in the moment. Yeah, yeah. And proud, enjoying the perception, and you know, yeah. yeah. I, I I keep the dogs confused all the time. They're like, "What are you doing, Bill? <laughs> My gosh!" You know, yeah. Well, you can take any kind of ordinary thing and make a celebration out of it. Right, right. Right. Can make a. Um, you can make it's, it's kind of like a ritual, you know. It's just something that you do, over and over, in. It could be in reaction to something. It could be motivated by something, but it doesn't have to be. Right. It could be for right. nothing. Right. You, you spoke of your grand your your granddaughter, but you know when kids do something you enjoy or, or you or you feel like is an accomplishment, it's almost automatic to clap your hands for them, and they and they startle and look at you, and they're like. I did something. You know, this this is they're reacting to me. And it they it's almost an immediate reaction from them. Yeah. And they do it again and again. Maybe maybe it's a conditioning thing. Yeah. I don't know. I I probably kinda overdo it with of course we do. with my grandkids. Oh, of course we do. Yeah. 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 Oh, you walked in across yeah. the threshold. Yeah. Yay. And she's like, What do they do? What do they do? I mean did something. Oh, you made a pee pee. Yeah. <laughs> Right, right. Oh, you picked up your toys. <laughs> you ate half that <laughs> carrot. Yeah. She's like, well, my gosh. What a, I, I, I am brilliant. Look at all these things I'm doing. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, so the, I mean, we are a podcast that's about poetry, sort of. Wacky. Yeah. Wacky right. porn oh, life. Absolutely, yeah. Wacky porn yeah. life. You know, um, there's always education in our in our podcast. Yeah. You, know, you, you have to sometimes you have to search for it a little harder than other times. But yes, there it is. Absolutely. Well, when I started Poem Life, that that phrase actually came up many years ago. I had a one woman show, and uh, it was 
came out of the mission of the museum, which is to have more people understand that an experience of poetry can be um, life-changing or it could just be fun or enjoyable for a few hours, but that everyone could have a, an experience of poetry. And and even something as simple, I mean, this is a five-word right. poem, but it is poetic. I mean, I always like to point out at least one literary device in the poem that we talk about each week. And I think it's pretty cool that this poem has the um, an example of assonance because it has great repetition of verbs with clap and hands. We got the a sound. So that's a similarity in sound. Uh -huh. you're talking? Okay, All within right. a line. Right. The similarity of mm -hmm. a vowel sound within a line. Clap okay. and hands, and then your and for. And so you have the assonance in all four of those words, and the nothing, that word, kind of stands by itself, yes. which makes perfect sense, doesn't right. it? Well, it does make sense. And my, my question is, um, I wonder how long this poem stood alone as Clap Your Hands, which I, is that actually a poem or just a statement? I I wouldn't call that one a – I think there's a giant truck a, driving yeah, by. We, yeah. <laughs> We're, ha we're having a monster truck show outside the museum today, folks. You know, be sure to yeah get your tickets. I thought the pool, I thought the table was about to levitate. There was this huge. Oh okay, my. all right. <laughs> anyway, Main Street USA. Yeah, Main Street. What was I saying? Uh, you, uh, about, I wonder if it uh, ever stood if, if "clap your hands" is is actually a poem or just a statement. That is not a poem by itself. I wouldn't say because it's too generic. It's, it's too generic. It's yeah. just like it's, it's an action. Clap your hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I say, we hear it all the time. There's so many different versions of the song Clap Your Hands. I even read somewhere that there's all kinds of bands that have songs. There's a whole, so many of them. That's the title, Clap right. Your Hands. Clap so your hands. Yeah. It's very ubiquitous, so yeah. I, I would not by itself think it's a, uh, a poem. But somebody probably originally wrote it on there because they thought, oh, this would be neat to add to another block. And so I thought it was kind of funny that whoever added, they didn't add it on another block, they added it straight to that block. So that makes me wonder whether they just didn't do the directions correctly or just thought, <laughs> you know what I mean? That makes it even more interesting. Instead of putting for nothing on another block, it's like, I'm going to add it to this. Yes. You know? Yes. That's a whole other conundrum. Yeah. Well, and that's really encouraged in the museum anyway, is mm -hmm. not to follow directions. Yeah. I will give you directions because some people want directions. Right. And right. I'll give you some things to do, but then please break the rules. Break the rules. Yeah. yeah. You're right. It was yeah. very <clears throat> – We're outside of the lines, so to speak. Yeah. And in the original museum that in the building, it was my dad's old machine shop. It was just oh. made out of, you know, tin walls, and there wasn't any insulation in there or anything. We had a, a, a wood-burning fireplace for yeah. heat, and we eventually got a window unit air conditioner in the, uh, in the summertime. But you could write, definitely write all over the walls and on the on the floors and everything. Right, and, right. Uh, and, you know, people are hesitant, so you have to put up a sign that says it's okay to write yeah. on the walls. Yeah. It's like, you know, we know this was discouraged when you were a child in your room, but here it is encouraged, you know. <laughs> write, write all you would like. You know, you mentioned your father. It, it was a metal building, mm -hmm. um, and your dad was a small engine uh, repair person. Uh, uh -huh. How is his hearing? Is his hearing okay? Yeah. I'm, I, I'm just thinking about all these all these uh, 
machines rattling off the, off the off the metal, and I thought, I hope, I hope his hearing's okay. <laughs> you know, but then back in the day, who who cared? You know, we we, we lost all kinds of, of his uh, hearing's not his hearing is not that great. But you know, he's is? he's eighty six years well, old. Well, mine's not that great, and I'm you know I'm up there too. So yeah, yeah. And, he, and he won't wear his hearing aid. But that's that's another issue well, for we, another we day. Hi, Dad. Our, we, we, can clap, <laughs> we can clap our clap our hands and get his attention. You know, uh, sometimes we do. Sometimes, sometimes we have to do that. <laughs> right. Here, here's my joke for the show, uh-oh. Bill. Uh-oh. Okay. All right, here we go. So it was a baby mosquito's first day to fly away from home. And when he came back home later that day, his the father mosquito asked him, how was your journey? And the baby mosquito said, it went great. Everyone was clapping for me. Everyone was clapping because clapping, clapping for clapping him. because baby mosquito was trying to bite everybody and they were he thought they were clapping they were trying to slap him, sloppy clappy. They, you know what they call a baby mosquito? Musca- I'm gonna put that before Mus- you give me the line. <laughs> I, you know, I was gonna I was gonna say a a, 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 a misquet misquet little misquet. What? Oh, I don't. Never mind. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, it, it sounded better. Maybe maybe I was thinking of the type of wood we burn, mesquite. Sorry, <laughs> gosh, gosh. There's, where's the little balloon? There are words that have Q's in them and S's. I'm I'm not sure where else you were going with that. No, I, that was lead balloon just went, flew out of that. That was a Led Zeppelin. Sorry, that went going down. Sorry, <laughs> it's on fire. It's on fire. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. that truck outside just. Ran it down, probably. Something. Yes. My gosh. My gosh. <laughs> the other thing I think is kind of funny about uh, clapping, we've talked about the nouns and the verbs and all that. Um, this idea of when people are reading poems that you don't clap afterwards. Instead, what do you do? Um, you ask for the next person. Oh, you snap your fingers. Is you like, snap is, your is, fingers. It, is that a beatnik thing? You it remember? is a beatnik like, thing. Like the 60s beatniks, you know, when they clap, yes. you know, this, like you clap, clap. Uh-huh. Kind of a cool perception thing. Like, I'm too cool to clap. I'm going to snap. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'll be darned. I did not know that was well, a I'm too lazy. Related. I'm too lazy to bring the two hands together. Let's leave them apart and just move two fingers. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Do you know I can snap with my right hand, but I can't with my left? I'll, you know, that, that's, I don't know why my left hand won't snap. Well, I think it was all those clackers back in the <laughs> early 70s. Probably, you probably got snapped with a clacker, and the rest is history. You know, <laughs> man, that's a point. Did some damage. Snapped with the clacker. Snap. You, Snapped I'm sure, with I'm the sure clacker. I'll, I'm sure I'll get a snapping clacker poem here yeah. on the poem yeah. life. Uh, uh, yeah, update I, here soon. The pair that I had were purple. What color were the ones you had? Lime green and uh, <laughs> lime clear lime green. And the, the, if, if anyone knows the the grapes that you can get the vintage grapes uh, on the table uh, from the seventies on with the driftwood, that's what they look like. My brother made a pair of clackers out of some cherry looking grapes. And uh, he drilled some like little eye hooks in there and put some fishing line, and those were actually also just as dangerous as the original. Oh, what did he fill them with to make them like clackers? Well, what I mean is, you know, he, he drilled he drilled the eye hook in the um, in the in the lucite grape, and then he oh a lucite. Fi- I was thinking lucite, of the plastic one. Oh. Lucite, you know, like the lu- like those large lucite grapes <laughs> yes. that you know vintage. Yes. And then they're but after you clack them so hard, they start to uh, splinter. The lucite uh, yes. splinters and shaves off, which is another. You know, it's like you know, hide the eyes, shield the eyes from the from those things. You know, if they were still selling those lucite grapes today, they'd have to put those warnings on them. Did you know I bought a pair of lucite grapes from Goodwill about <laughs> last week? You know, so uh, Goodwill needs to put a warning on those. Yeah, that do, do not, not use drill. these to make do not make clackers out of these grapes, <laughs> lest you lose your eyes. Um, 
Yeah. As a matter of fact, you know, I wondered if River noticed the, the drummer that stayed, that came in uh, last week, uh, a wonderful drummer. Uh, I wonder if she, I, I put him prominently on display thinking, oh, she'll think I'm so cool with these vintage grapes on the, <laughs> on the table next to the bed. But she might have. Her first thought might have been, "Man, I could make a great pair of clackers well, yeah, out of and those." That could, that could be. They could. Uh, they could be rhythms with the drums. You know, taste like chicken. Clack, clack. Taste like chicken. <laughs> clack, clack. Um, I'm not sure the clackers are a rhythm instrument. That's right. Okay. That's right. You're oh, right. Hey, You're well, right. getting back to the beatnik thing. Okay. Because I looked this up too. Because I knew I knew it was the the snapping fingers had to do something with that, and uh, started in you know Greenwich Village in uh, New York or when I was a child I would have said Greenwich Yeah, <laughs> probably would have said that all the way Greenwich. until I was 30 and then Greenwich. I realized it was Greenwich yeah. so back in Greenwich Village there was a cafe that all the poets were reading in the Gaslight Cafe and um, so the folk singers and the beatnik poets and all would be in there and it was there was an apartment building above it and the walls were not very insulated and poetry would start going and it would go past midnight and uh, whenever the audience was clapping, they got lots of uh, complaints from the people living upstairs. Oh, mm -hmm. so they snapped. And <clears> so they started snapping so that they wouldn't get in trouble with all of their tenants upstairs. I'll be darned. There was some sort of uh, air shafts up to the apartments or, you know, they'd have the windows open. And so just the sound would go straight up there and. Uh, apparently, get, they called the police quite often. Said, Keep until it they, down, you beatniks. <laughs> quit, quit clapping. So, so, yeah, so they got in trouble quite a bit oh, until I they guess. figured out, well, we could just snap we, our fingers. Snap. And then after that caught on, they're like, people that, that were new thought, this is really yeah. crazy cool and new. I'm going to do this everywhere. Yeah, and then everybody just started making fun of it. I'm right. It became a big joke. I'll be darned. Mm -hmm. I'll be darned. Hmm. <laughs> and Very. it's really just because the, the guy that owned the cafe was... You know, too lazy to insulate the building or, <laughs> right. you know, make it so that the sound wouldn't travel so far up. You know, another piece of trivia we, that we need to know, folks. Yes. I did not know this. Yes. I would have loved to uh, been a poet back in the day at the Gaslight Cafe yeah. in Greenwich Village. Oh, you don't you know it? I bet there were some interesting <laughs> characters there, you know. Yeah. yeah. You know, future celebrities and... You know, supermodels and little, little a three-year-old Andy Warhol probably with his spiked white hair, you know, and his cigar, <laughs> cigarette. Taking it all in. Taking it in, yeah. right. Trying right. to figure out something he could turn into a painting yeah. somewhere down the line. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I was wondering, Sean, about words that sounded a lot like applause. Mm -hmm. Applause and aplomb. Uh-huh. You know. I like aplomb. And I never I, – I, they're, very, they're I, very sweet. They're very sweet. Yes. And I never knew with a plum mm -hmm. and a plum. Uh-huh. But the, I've heard a plum. But This you know, is just to say I have eaten the plums that I, were in your refrigerator. They were so cool. And they were so cool. And but, so sweet. But what about? William Carlos Williams. Oh, okay. Well, see. Sorry. Keep going. You know, she's rambling, folks. <laughs> she, For example, this sentence. She received raucous applause for her plum performance. A, pl a plum is an adjective. A plum, a plum is a um, it's it's a way to describe someone who is. Uh, I thought uh, it was a noun, though. Uh, it it means it, it, it don't you know what you're the you're the, <laughs> you're the master here. Now you got me thinking. What is it? I forgot to write that down. I thought it meant that, that you were um, uh, uh, that you were uh, resourceful and you were uh, 
Um, yes. Confident. Yeah, you confident. got the meaning right. Okay. Is okay. that your sentence, or did you find that sentence? I made the sentence. That's my sentence, okay, which well, makes me think right, that I might. That's a problem. I have a problem. <laughs> okay, well, I'm, I'm going to have to get a red mark on this sentence. But then, You're not getting a star for that one, Bill. No. But Sorry. Also, but there are words that are just confuse me, you know, like um, suppose. Suppose is, suppose such a, is a confusing word. It, uh, the word suppose, uh, what I mean, not confusing is like, where did this come from? Because you think of other words that sound the same or similar, like suppository. <laughs> which, so we have suppose and suppository. It's like, it's almost, you just add three more letters and you have a whole other meaning to this word. Do you suppose he is in need of a suppository? <laughs> it's like, these are almost, I, you know, all you do is add an I-T-O-R-Y. And we have a whole new. You have quite the sentences going on there, right. Bill. Well, you know, I thought I'm going to ask Sean these things because she can help us. Out I here. don't have any input for you on that. Well, maybe our listeners can. I went to college and got a degree, so I didn't have to give input on that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my degree is in—not giving input yeah. on people's sentences. Neutral, being yeah. neutral on the, yeah. on the subject. Don't have, I don't okay. have to do that. I will do more research, folks. I, I, yes, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we're about we're about to wrap this up. I I did have one more just two-line poem that I also thought about with our poem. It's for Robert Louis Stevenson. It's called Happy Thoughts. The world is so full of a number of things, I'm sure we should all be as happy as kings. Happy as kings. And clap our hands for nothing. And clap our hands for nothing. Here we go. (laughs) See you next week, folks. Take care.